The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win today. Sign up today, bet 100, and get $100 free bet at the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. $250 cash and a $250 gift card is up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everybody, back to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is a doubleheader for J. Mark and I. We we are back talking NFL futures, updated market, headed into the last uh, portion of the season, last quarter of the season. I'm Moneyline Mac. He's J. Mark Football. J. Mark, obviously, we just got done with uh, the Week 15 preview, so diving into a little futures now. Anything that uh, stands out before we dive into this? Well, you know it's getting serious when we're running two-a-days. That's when we're really oh, yeah. amping up, right? Um, I mean, one of the things that we talked a little bit about, and we're not going to put the uh, place on blast because I think a lot of experts did this, but one of the the number one NFC consensus playoff projections was Packers, Bucks, Rams. All three of them were in the, the top seven <laughs> expected to make the playoffs, and good chance all three miss so uh the rams for sure and then the bucks and packers are just they're hanging on by a thread i mean they have a small chance but um but you love to see it though i i like seeing different teams get in i think that makes it more exciting now if your team's the one getting booted out that's obviously never fun but um it's nice to see some new blood in there yeah and uh you were on the Packers to not win the division. And I know you take great pleasure in <laughs> saying that they are one of the three bi- biggest disappointments in the NFC. Uh, I think, the, I think everywhere, I mean, you throw the Niners in there with those other three teams. That was a consensus top four teams. I mean, yep. that was the four teams that played in the divisional round last year in the NFC with uh, Green Bay falling to San Francisco. And then uh, the Bucks falling to, the Rams who eventually won the Super Bowl. So yeah, it uh it has not been a chalky year. That's for that's for damn sure in the NFL. No, not at all. I I know a little bit on the AFC side it has been with Buffalo and Kansas City, but I mean, you also look at everybody hyped up Denver going into the year. There was a lot of expectations in Vegas and LA as well. Uh remember the I remember the days of August where everybody's like, is this the year somebody gets everybody in the playoffs in in the AFC West or the NFC West? And instead, it's the NFC East and the AFC East that have all winning records. So NFL has been crazy this year. Absolutely. Yeah, I I personally didn't understand the hype behind Denver. I was not high on on Russell Wilson going there and him being kind of the answer to turn that around. But um, certainly were a lot of people that were 
And I think that I still, I've said it multiple times, but I think that's going to go down as one of the worst trades in the history of sports, really. I mean, not just the NFL, but sports. It was just a terrible trade. Yeah, no doubt. It's It really was. I mean, the, what they gave up and now potentially the Seattle Seahawks might have a top three pick, uh, depending what the Broncos do down the stretch. And what we'll do with some of these divisions, some of them are almost wrapped up, basically. And we'll touch on those as well and where they go going forward in the NFC or AFC playoffs. But, uh, yeah, we'll touch on remaining schedules because, like we said, we are in the last quarter of the season um, there's only been three teams that have been eliminated from playoff contention officially so far in the AFC. You do have those Denver Broncos and Houston Texans. And then unfortunately in the NFC, there's only one, uh, J Mark, I'll let you take it away. Who the only team in the NFC is. <laughs> um, it's, it's my bears. It's the yeah, bears. It, it but, is, but you know, the, the future's bright. I think there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. I've never been uh, more hyped, I guess. For the Bears, um, probably in my life, because we finally have a quarterback that looks like he is bringing the right culture and he's going to get it done. So um, very excited to see what the future holds for us, especially with we're going to have the highest draft capital or we got or uh, salary cap. I mean, we got good drafts. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, your future's brighter than the Green Bay Packers right now. I mean, the <laughs> Packers don't know if this is it for Aaron Rodgers or um <laughs> one sharp sharks is back to troll you jay mark they're <laughs> yeah. not gonna make the playoffs what a surprise so yeah no uh you know what i'll look at the bears price next year uh as a potential team that could sneak up in the playoffs i think i told kramer um so the rumors are that saquon barkley wants to go to chicago he wants to play with fields and i was talking to kramer about that and i said bears are winning that division next year so we'll see I love it. but that's I my prediction it. It's going to come down to you and uh, the Lions. The Vikings, time for the Vikings and Packers to go to the basement, I think. Yep, there you go. So, uh, yeah, but uh, if you are looking to bet some futures headed into this last quarter of the NFL season, I get the perfect place for you, and that is win bet. Ready to win money and boost your odds, win bet is now live, like I said, in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards right at your fingertips with win rewards on win bet looking to get involved in same game parlay. Win bet is now your home with their win bet, build your own own bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make today. There's great promos, odds, payouts that are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win, ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet 100 to win 100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so that they know that we sent you. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older, present in the same state where you place your win bet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We're in the fantasy playoffs time of year, week 15, coming down the wire. Old-fashioned football, good. Check out that, but also check out Underdog Fantasy. We're back with Underdog Fantasy, and if you haven't signed up already, you can still get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit match. Underdog 
is a great place for a weekly battle, royal format, as well as getting an early start in their playoff best ball. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And last but not least, we are brought to you by us, uh, the merch store, SGPN merch store. And the NFL Gambling Podcast uh, reached uh, first of many milestones, episode 100. And in honor of that 100th episode, we are giving away one lucky winner, a $100 gift card to the merch store for the holiday season. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Easy. Ten seconds out of your day. Deadline to submit is uh, next Tuesday, December 20th. Winner will be announced next week, so make sure you have your notifications turned on and make sure you leave a review and a five-star rating. It's not too much to ask. We're giving you daily content, over 100 episodes so far since August when we launched this NFL Gambling Podcast, and all you got to do is leave a rating and review. I don't think it's too much to ask. Not at all, especially for 100 bucks. Yeah, you can get a lot of things there, yeah. including an old-fashioned football shirt. Absolutely. I need to, I need to work on getting all seven of them. I need one for every day. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, let's dive into these futures markets real quick, Jay Mark, and we'll lead off in, uh, the best division of football. Let's go NFC East and, uh, <laughs> quick update just on the standings. I'll, I'll read off the standings when we get to all these divisions. Currently Philly has a two game lead. Uh, they're sitting at 12 and one up top Dallas 10 and three. And then you got Washington and New York both at seven, five, and one with the tie, and they both play this weekend um, in a crucial game for NFC playoff wildcard implications. Your initial thoughts on the NFC East? Hey, can you remind me who that uh, team that beat the Eagles was? Oh yeah, none other than your <laughs> tr- uh, your true uh, Washington Commandos. So uh, yeah, no, we still are the only team to uh, have a uh, give the Eagles a blemish on their perfect record so far. So. Uh, Shout out to Heineke and shout out to the defense. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, this has been a, a surprise. You know, we went from NFC least to NFC beast. This has been a good division all year. Um, I was very high on the Eagles going into the season. I know you hated that, but I just thought they had a, a, all the pieces to have a good team. Now, I didn't expect them to be 12-1, and one, um, but I did expect them to win this division, so – I still think they're gonna they're gonna run away with it. I don't think the Cowboys are gonna catch them. I'm really interested to see if all four teams end up making the playoffs because it, there's a uh, a route to where that could happen. Yeah, no, there definitely is a route. And looking kind of at that, I mean, both teams, if the season ended right now, all four would get in with the Giants in uh, Washington, both being at seven five and one. Seattle and Detroit kind of on their heels in the wild card race, but. Uh, I think the Eagles pretty much, like you said, have it wrapped up in the NFC East. As long as they take care of business for them, you just can't, you can't drop a Chicago bears game or a new Orleans saints game, because if you do drop a game, then you do leave yourself vulnerable to the Cowboys catching you because they don't have the tiebreaker over Dallas because of their loss to Washington. Yeah, true. So, uh, and then just looking at the futures market for the NFC East, I just had it pulled up and, uh, there's that consensus graphic that you were talking about. It's comical. Um, <laughs> the Eagles obviously are a heavy favorite in the NFC East at, and they're currently sitting at, uh, where is it? Minus 700 Dallas is only one on the radar because they're the only one that can catch him. Plus, uh, 500. I think we both agree. This is Eagles or nothing. I mean, 
Yep. If you think the Eagles are going to slip up, then I guess you could take a flyer on Dallas, but I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, no, I agree. This is the Eagles division. They're going to run away with it. Um, yeah, and it, it'll be interesting. Do you think – so if the Giants don't make the playoffs, I'm going to go ahead and assume your commanders are going to beat them and make the playoffs. Would you yeah. rather see Lions or Seahawks take that last spot? Lions or Seahawks? Just for storyline purposes, which team do you I, like better? Me personally, the Seahawks, because of my Pete Carroll uh, coach of the year ticket that I have, yeah. 80 to one. So uh, I kind of, if they do make the playoffs, I think he's a live dog in that uh, race. But uh, I mean, either way, it's a good story. I, well, honestly, the winner that's going to be probably the coach of the year. If the Lions make it, they're going to yeah. give it to Dan Campbell, Mr. Bite Your Kneecaps. It's a narrative <laughs> uh, driven award, which is what we said in the preseason. So the narrative's there for Dan Campbell to get this award. Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree with you. I'd rather see the Seahawks because I hate the Lions as a Bears fan. But um, it will be interesting because b- those are two teams that we we thought we were going to mail it in this year. You know, no um, the Seahawks after that trade with for Russell Wilson or to get rid of Russell Wilson, the Lions being the Lions, we just we kind of thought it would be a mail in thing, and now both of them alive in the playoff hunt. It's crazy. It is crazy. And uh, speaking of the North, we'll transition right into that North. And, I mean, we're we're touching on how the Lions have come alive, winners of five out of six. But the story in the NFC North this year has been the Minnesota Vikings at 10-3, and despite their negative point differential, which is crazy. Um, Lions are in second, six and seven. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers is at five and eight. And then, obviously, unfortunately, the Chicago Bears are three and ten. But we won't touch on the Bears. Uh, future's bright. Uh, who do you who do you like in this wild card race between a team that could come on between Green Bay and Detroit? You think Green Bay has any hope? I don't. Um, I I think they're they're dead in the water. Um, but even if they make the playoffs, I mean, what's been Green Bay's kind of yeah. um, storyline? They make the playoffs, they lose. That's kind of especially in the NFC Championship game. So I don't think they uh, have much hope in the playoffs, even if they make it. So, um, but yeah, I don't think they. I think the Lions keep kind of keep the pressure on. I don't think the the Packers catch them. So, which is nice. I'd rather see the Lions than the Packers, of course. Yeah, and the thing that's crazy is that game. What five six weeks ago when it was kind of a get right, it was supposed to be a get right spot for uh, the Green Bay Packers, and they go to Detroit and lose. 15 to nine that game's pivotal looking back on it. Cause the Packers could be six and seven and having a chance to get back in this thing. The Packers schedule is soft. I will say that coming off the bye, they got three out of four at home with the Rams, Vikings and lions, uh, two, two divisional opponents. And then they got to go to Miami on Christmas day. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think the Vikings and lions beat them. Uh, I think the lions get it done again. I think the Vikings beat them. And then the Dolphins will most likely be playing for playoffs at that point too. So, um, I I mean, there's a route where they can win all four of those, but I could also see them, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to beat the Rams, but there's a a, um, way they could lose three of those at least, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, crazier things have happened. So it'll be interesting to monitor uh, going forward uh, to make the playoffs for what we're talking about with – the Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packers. Detroit is currently sitting at to make the playoffs plus three fifty. That's a pretty good price, I gotta say. And then uh, Green Bay's twelve to one. So 
I think, yeah, I think both are pretty good prices here. Cause I think, I think there's a path where that does come down to that week 18 game with between Detroit and uh, green Bay. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't see the giants. I, I, I'm a giant hater, I guess. So, but, uh, so take everybody listening, take it with a grain of salt. But, uh, I just thought the giants were trending in the wrong direction. I would not be surprised if, uh, they lost out to be honest. So it kind of opens up that back door for that seventh seed. And Seattle's got a tough schedule, which we'll touch on here in the West preview. Yeah, the the Giants haven't looked like the team that started the season at all. So I agree with you. I don't think they're going to do very well. Yeah, But the the Vikings there, I mean, that was another team that I didn't want to admit it, but I thought they were going to take this division. I thought they were going to win it. So I'll at least tout that that call. (laughs) Could you imagine if – the Vikings do end up with like the two seed and let's say the Packers somehow do get in the playoffs <laughs> as the seven and the Vikings are like, you gotta be shitting me. We got to play right. the Packers <laughs> in the first round. Oh man. Yeah. What a world that would be. But I mean, there's, there's a path. There's a path to the lions. Like you're talking about. Um, I think there's a couple paths where we could see some divisional matchups. I mean, you look at Seattle and San Francisco as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, it's hard playing a team three times in a year, um, mm-hmm. especially if you beat them the first two. If you end up beating them the first two, it is so hard to beat them that third time. If you played Rodgers a third time, you'd get him this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'd like to think so. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to I'm gonna take a flyer on the Packers, 12-1. to 1. I can't resist. Like it, Rodgers coming off the bye, four in a row. We'll see what happens. All right. I'm going to take a flyer on the Giants. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but I do like the Lions price as well, plus three fifty. I think uh, the, the way that they're playing, five out of six win, or one five out of six, they're playing good football. They're also a good price there. Yeah, for sure. So let's move along, and we will tra- we will go to the most hectic division, the worst division of football, the NFC South. <laughs> Currently, oh man, um, Tampa Bay by default sits at top. Uh, because of their win over New Orleans on Monday Night Football at six and seven, all of a sudden Carolina's won what three out of four. Sam Darnold's playing decent football. They're five and eight. Atlanta's five and eight. They're off the bye. They're making the quarterback change to Ritter, uh, and then the Saints are just in the bottom right now at four and nine. Give me a handicap on this division if you have one. <laughs> yes, this is this one's a mess. This is one where it's like. They should let a different team in because yeah. these ones just haven't earned their spot. They don't deserve it. Um, I, I think it'll come down to the Panthers and the Falcons. I think the the Bucks are going to struggle going out. I don't think the Saints are going to win enough to catch up. So I think this is going to be Panthers-Falcons. Um, and, you know, kind of like you said about the Seahawks, I had uh, Falcons, Arthur Smith as my coach of the year, so I got a root for them to – to get in there and see if uh, that switch to Ritter, if they switch to Ritter and he wins out, then they're definitely, yep. they have to talk about Arthur Smith at that point. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting because you're looking at Tampa Bay. I don't think they're going to beat Cincinnati. I think we both agree. Cincinnati's on yep. a whole different level. So that would put them at six and eight with three to go. And they got to play the Panthers and Falcons again. And they barely beat the Falcons on arguably the worst officials call of the year when they sacked Brady. That was bad. And if Atlanta got the ball back, they're going to win. And then in week seven, Carolina beat the shit out of them. 21 to three with PJ Walker. So I know you got Tom Brady, but man, like 
they're not good. Like, I, there's yeah. no other what Like, the only reason people are even like considering them the favorite in the Bucks are minus three hundred um, for the NFC South. Carolina four to one, uh, Atlanta fourteen to one. So still at a really good price. I know Kramer got a ticket at thirty five to one in the preseason. And then if you really think chaos is going to happen, take a shot on the Saints at forty to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be chaos. It's just crazy though, man. Like, because the Saints blew that Monday night game where they're up what thirteen with three minutes yeah. left. Yep. Where would these odds be sitting at if it if they had just held on and it it would be a four way tie at what a five and eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pure pure madness. Um, <laughs> I, I I like Carolina. I like the way yeah. I like the brand of football they're playing. It translates to it's getting cold. They got a tough one with Pittsburgh, but they control their own destiny. They've already beaten Tampa Bay. I know it was in Carolina, but I think they're going to beat them again. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I think um, whatever team makes it, I think they're going to sneak in there with a losing record. Yeah. I think eight, I, I, I'm with you. Eight and nine seems to be the magical number. Yep. I could even see seven and 10 potentially winning the division via a bunch of tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. Which is just gross. At seven and ten, you shouldn't be in the playoffs. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, One sharp so, shark is on board with me, taking Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy how Atlanta is significantly behind Carolina. Yeah, no doubt. Despite both teams being at five and eight, I mean, looking at what has Atlanta got coming up? I know that they got the Week Eighteen battle with Tampa Bay in. Atlanta, but if they can get there and be one back, um, oh, they got hate week this week. The problem is they got to go to the Ravens next week too. Yeah, that'll be tough. So that's probably why their prices so far down compared to Carolina, who's got you know, Pittsburgh in their favor, Detroit. All of a sudden, that's an interesting game, and then uh, the Saints and Bucks. So um, I'm on the Panthers. You're on. Uh, you're on the Falcons just because of the yep. value. So. Uh, and <laughs> one sharp shark and Jay Marker agreeing here on the <laughs> NFC South. That's what it took for you guys to agree. The NFC right. South, <laughs> right? The <laughs> grossest division, <laughs> no doubt. Um, NFC West now, uh, going over there out West. Uh, obviously the Niners clear cut favorites, uh, that lost by, um, Seattle Seahawks on Sunday, the Carolina Panthers really was a body blow. I think huge sure. blow to their chances. I know that they play tomorrow night, the Seahawks, uh, they met up in week two, and San Fran put it on them. Uh, San Fran's flying in high, what, winners of six in a row now with Brock Purdy uh, under center. It, obviously, we both kind of like the Niners here, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think so. Um, I did see Brock Purdy is questionable with a ribbon oblique injury, so if he doesn't play, I don't, I don't know how that game goes, but I do still think that their offense is good enough and their defense is damn well good enough to, to seal this division. Um, I don't think Seattle's going to be able to catch up. Obviously, the other two are not catching up, but yeah, um, Seattle's still almost right around plus one hundred to miss or make the playoffs. So that's definitely interesting, um, especially if you think they are going to miss it. You get plus money on them missing, so something to keep an eye on. That that is crazy to me that it is plus money because I do think they're going to miss because I'm looking at their schedule, San Fran. Um, they're going to be dogging at Kansas City. They'll be a heavy dog. Then they get the Jets, and I don't know if they're a favorite there. I mean, the Jets, and it's kind of a toss-up game to me. Yeah. And then they get the Rams. So, like, maybe you're favored in one out of the last four. Maybe, maybe they get the last two. But 
that would only get him to nine wins. San Fran does clinch the NFC West with a win tomorrow in Seattle, too, by the way. Okay, yeah. So uh, that's why they are sitting at what my, minus nineteen hundred versus uh, Seattle eleven to one. So yep. Seattle's got issues defensively. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, and now injuries are starting to pile up on the offense too. So never good when you're trying to make your playoff push. Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. It was it was a good story for a little bit. Uh, I was hoping that they could dethrone the Niners, but. Even with all the Niners injury, the Niners are just a juggernaut right now. Yeah, I won't tell Rod you were hoping that they were going to dethrone the Niners. Yeah, <laughs> see you in the playoffs, Rod. Uh, <laughs> make for a good Monday uh, post game show. Um, so yeah, we're both on the Niners to get it done tomorrow night. Although, let me ask you this: I know that we're pick, we're doing futures. Seattle three and a half point dogs at home and a do or die game. You kind of like, you kind of lean to the 12th man to keep it within three and a half. I think so. I think it's going to be a real close game. It seems like it always is, especially out in the great Northwest and the 12th man. So yeah, yeah we sidetracked a little bit there and we dove into <laughs> uh, Thursday night football, but check out those guys. They'll have that episode for you here soon as well. It's called a bonus pick. We gave a bonus yeah. pick out. <laughs> yes. Uh, we both like Seattle plus the three and a half. Take the under two. It'll be a, it'll be a war. Yep. Um, all right, let's go over to the AFC. And finally, it seems like our Buffalo Bills, who we gave out in the preseason, what was it, minus 225 mm-hmm. to win the East, are going to pull away. They basically can clinch it Saturday night, another kind of clinch game where teams up to, they get a win this weekend, and you're up three with three to go against the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, we both agree with the uh, the Bills. Um, they're going to get it done, close it out this weekend. But, I mean, you're looking at the rest of the division. It's another division like the NFC Beast. You got the AFC Beast here in terms of you got Miami at 8-5, and five, and then you got New England and New York at 7-6. and six. However, for the Jets, the Patriots swept them again. So they hold the tiebreaker coming down the stretch. How do you – what's your take on these three wildcard teams with Miami, New England, and New York coming down the stretch here? I think Miami's got the best chance of making it. But, yeah. you know, they, they lose to Buffalo, then they, they are going to have to put in some work, yeah. um, especially if the Patriots can keep winning. But, yeah, I, the Bills, I think, will – obviously, they're going to clinch this, but um, we both agreed. If you listen to our pick show that we did literally like, I don't know, 30 minutes ago, hour ago, um, we are both on the Bills. We both think they're going to win Saturday night. We both think they're going to clinch this division with that win. But beyond that – I think the Jets are spiraling down. I think I don't think the Patriots are a good enough team, uh, uh, honestly, to uh, to <laughs> make it. There. So, <laughs> yeah, like they're just right. They're good. They're bad. They're everything. It seems like. Um, I mean, that's a team that lost what thirty four to thirteen to the to the Bears. So yeah, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So yeah, if if one of them has a shot, it's the Dolphins, um, and, and they have the talent to do it. Now it's just can they win consistently because Tua did not look good last week no and we also said this when we were going through the preview like who the hell did they piss off to get this schedule in December at San Fran at LA at Buffalo I mean we'll see what the Chargers if they get in but talent wise it's a playoff team obviously they have coaching issues but San Fran and Buffalo are two of the top five teams how did they draw all three on the road in consecutive weeks yeah they made somebody mad yeah, no, it's uh, 
It's crazy. And uh, you you also look at Miami. I mean, they started with a three-game win streak. Then they lost three. Then they what, won five. Now they lost two. Is, is this going to be another losing streak where they end up like nine and eight at the end of the year, which is, I think, where we had them in the beginning? Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Does the cold weather uh, coming down the stretch worry you? It does, especially because we've not seen Tua do well in cold yeah. weather yet, I don't think. So, like, I'm, I'm looking at one game right now. I'm going to go to Week 17. Uh, Miami's got to go to New England. Does Miami get that done in New England? That's it, rough. It, with, with everything at stake, Belichick versus McDaniel, Tua in the cold. I know Tua owns Belichick, but this <laughs> he's never played Belichick in a playoff-like game. Right. Yeah, that's rough, um, especially because Patriots defense is a decent defense that's going to get pressure on Tua. So, um, gosh, when you look at it that way, I think the Patriots win that game. Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, it, and it's a revenge angle, too. Um, pulling up the playoff odds for the AFC, we got Miami sitting at – why is this not in alphabetical order? Everything's got to be difficult <laughs> on these websites. Um, I'm seeing Miami at what minus two seventy five to make the playoffs. I'm looking at New England plus one eighty and the New York Jets plus two fifteen. That Patriots one might have a little bit of value. I kind of like the Patriots, man, and I yep. know I, I'm kind of doubling down on what I had in the preseason that New England was going to beat Miami mm -hmm. for the last spot. But I, it's they just find ways to win there. They, yeah. It's like Pittsburgh, like it's it's ugly. Like you watch them on Monday night, but it's it's awful football to watch. But you look up and hey, they're seven and six, and they're in the <laughs> seventeen. You're like, how the hell did they do it? Oh, it's Belichick doing it once again. Yep, absolutely. No, I agree. That that's got some value there at plus one eighty. No doubt. And uh, but you you got no value on the Jets, right? At plus two fifteen. No, I think they're they're heading in the wrong direction and. I they shouldn't have made Young. that quarterback switch. I I think it was probably the right move, the wrong time to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, um, I mean, they were winning games. Yeah. But I think that's just throwing everything a little helter-skelter. And I also think I'm looking at the Jets' schedule. They have the hardest schedule out of those teams. And I know they got the Lions and Jags at home. And I know you're, everybody's like, well, it's <laughs> fucking Lions and Jags. But the Lions and Jags are in playoff chases too. Yeah. Then you got to go to Seattle. Then you got to go to Miami. So it's like four playoff-like games for a young team. You mentioned it offensively. They're they're awful right now. Yeah. I think the thing that's going to end up doing the Jets in is that they got swept by the Patriots. Yep. Agreed. They had to get one of those games and they'd be sitting pretty, but they did not. Yep. Um, all right, let's go to the next division, AFC North. Um, and this is an interesting race because we got two teams at the top. Obviously, this is a two team race. This is simple handicap yeah. here. Uh well, we got Baltimore and Cincinnati both at nine and four. Baltimore won the previous meeting, nineteen seventeen, a couple weeks back. You got the Browns and uh, Steelers both at five and eight. Do you think any either of those teams could get back in the wild card race? Maybe Tomlin. Maybe Tomlin, but I think there's just too many good teams in the AFC this year. I don't think they're going to make it. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you. If you want to take a flyer on uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they are sitting at what? What is that? Five to one to make the playoffs, or mm -hmm. no, fifty to fifty one. to one? Yeah, oh. fifty to one. 
Oh yeah, no, I got I got to get a little bit of that. That that that's yeah, that's Just nice. Sprinkle a little bit on it. <laughs> yeah, this is Tomlin. He'll pull some shit out of his ass. Like yep. <laughs> they'll they'll win it. They'll win like four straight ten to nine games, and you'll be like, how'd they do it? <laughs> um, pick, uh, pulling up Pittsburgh's schedule. You got them beating Carolina this weekend. Do you think yeah. they beat Vegas the following week? Yeah, Vegas is a mess. Yeah. So, so then, yeah. I mean, you get in a situation where potentially you go to the Ravens in a revenge angle. They seem to always split, and then you got the Browns. So maybe that fifty to one for you on uh, on Tomlin's got some legs to it. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and they got the defense, but I think the main thing, and you touched on it in our preview just a little bit ago, is is the quarterback position, the uncertainty yeah. of it. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I don't even have words for it. That so Steelers, you know, Pickett's hurt. Um, so Trubisky might play. Ravens, I just saw Lamar Jackson is out again. Tyler Huntley's questionable. Brown's got Watson. This is Bengals um division, right? They're gonna take this. Yeah, the the only hiccup I, I agree with you, like in terms of teams, is like I'm looking at Baltimore schedule. And outside of Cincinnati, it is a joke. I mean, they play Cleveland, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh. So compared to Cincinnati, because Cincinnati's got a tricky couple spots here. They got to go to Tampa, which we think they'll win. But then they got to go to New England, and then they got Buffalo and Baltimore. That is a rough schedule. Yeah. Rough, so rough close, yeah. Like I like it's a situation where I think we both agree that Cincinnati is way better than Baltimore right now. Yeah. But maybe the scheduling gods uh, can have the, or the Ravens, thankfully to the scheduling gods, they can hold on to this division. <laughs> Pulling up the odds in the AFC North, Baltimore is still minus 135 and Cincinnati plus 110. That's interesting. Very interesting. I think, yeah. I, I think we both take some of that Bengals at plus money. I know that they yeah. don't have the schedule, but. They, I mean, they're they're rolling. I mean, they've covered ten out of eleven. They've won nine out of uh, eleven overall. I mean, they're they're rolling. Yep, agreed. So we're both on the Bengals in the North with the Joe Burrow magic coming back <laughs> once again. Smoking uh, Joe. Let's go to another shit division. Uh, the other <laughs> shit South division, where all of a sudden we got a race now because uh, Jacksonville went into Tennessee and beat them down and. Tennessee has a two-game lead. Indianapolis, uh, I don't even know how to describe them. I didn't realize the point <laughs> differential was almost as bad as Houston. So uh, shout-out to uh, Jim Mercer and that uh, <laughs> Jeff Saturday duo. It's not working out. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think two-team two race here. Um, any chance the Jags can catch these uh, Tennessee Titans? I think so because I think the Titans are just, I mean – Seven and six doesn't look like a great record, but it still seems fraudulent for them. I don't think they've been a, a team that has looked like a powerhouse, looked like a team that can just run away with it. Um, so, yeah, I think the the Jags got some legs here. And and if you look at their to make the playoffs, plus 650, I love that I like, number. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that, too, because I think they can win the division. Um, yep. Because they play week 18 in Jacksonville, so it comes down to the other three games. Can Jacksonville go one game better than Tennessee to get to a week 18 where you're one back and all you got to do is have that game in week 18 to win the division? Uh, pulling up Tennessee's schedule, 
Chargers, Texans, and Cowboys. I mean, I could see them losing two out of three with their only win. This is a huge game in uh, L.A. this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Monster game for both teams. I mean, L.A.'s got playoff implications, Tennessee as well. Looking at Jacksonville's schedule, I know they have the Jets. They got the Cowboys. They also have the Texans. So similar schedules. It comes down to the Jags just got to go one game better than the Titans over these next yep. three and then have a chance to beat them. So, uh, no, I definitely – I'm with you. Let's get some of that plus 650. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice number. Do you uh, – you don't want any of that Colts 45 to 1? <laughs> and I'll pass on that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And finally, in the AFC West uh, – the division that's disappointed everybody the most. We thought we'd have a division race, and instead we're basically uh, on the eve of Kansas City clinching with a win on Sunday. Uh, Kansas City, 10-3. and three, They're going to win the division, obviously. But what about the other three teams? Well, Denver's out, so uh, shout-out to the Denver Broncos hitting at 3-10. and 10. <laughs> L.A. and Vegas. Do you think the Chargers get in the playoffs? Um, I think they have a chance at that seven seed. Looks like the books think they do too, because it's um looking like right around minus one fifty. The yeah. the most interesting bet here for me is um Las Vegas's win total over six and a half is negative one seventy five, but under is plus one forty five. I kind of like that under with the way they just got beat by uh by Baker, who had been on the team for a yeah. day. Um, I kind of like that under. I don't know if they win two more games. Well, they better win the next two because they have New England and at Pittsburgh. And then after that, they got San Francisco and Kansas City. Yeah. So I, that, even looking at that, I love that under. Yeah. Take the under there. And so they're they're not going to make the playoffs unless a, a miracle. Um, looking at the L.A. Chargers, you mentioned it, minus 150. Big reason why. Last four games, Tennessee at Indy, you get the Rams at home, and then you get Denver. I mean, that's his the, – even the Chargers, I don't think, can mess this one up. Right. You would hope not. It would, yeah, it would be bad. It, yeah, Staley's gone. If they don't make the playoffs, Staley's gone. I mean, Staley might be yeah. gone even if they make the playoffs and they're out in the wild card round because um, that team just seems to constantly underachieve. And they got too, yeah, they got too much talent to be sitting at seven and six. Yeah, this is a like nine and four team or ten mm-hmm. and three team. I'm with you. Do you have any fear of the Chargers? I'll, I'll transition into our next segment, uh, the AFC uh, championship odds. Do you have any fear of the San Diego or LA Chargers? Sorry, um, <laughs> I forgot that they moved for a second yep. there. Um, <laughs> Do you have any fear of them in, in, in the playoffs? I mean, are they just too soft defensively to make any noise? Yeah, um, I don't think they have enough put together, especially with the coaching. If yeah. they had a different coach, I might feel different on it because I, I like their offense. I like some of their defensive pieces. Um, you know, getting Cleo Mack was smart, but I think Mack is at a time in his career where you see him run high motor probably half the game, mm-hmm. you know, and, and – if you want to make a deep playoff push, I think you need guys that are running high motor pretty much the full game. So, um, yeah, they don't scare me that much. I I like the Bengals. As, as hot as they've been playing, I like them yeah. to try to push into the Super Bowl again. I'm seeing them at a book at 6-1. to one. I, I like that number as well. 
Do you have any long shots that can make some noise? I mean, the Chargers were twenty-two to one, but we kind of agreed that we don't like the coaching. I, I'll give out one. I'll give out the Jags and a crazy yeah. where they catch lightning in a bottle, and I'm seeing them at uh, one twenty-five to one. I mean, they got the young quarterback, and, and Doug Peterson's been there, done that. So maybe you want to take a a slight stab at a Jaguars team for a hefty, hefty uh price there to win the AFC. But I mean, I mean that, that's worth a couple dollars at least, right? Yeah. Like, just throw a couple yeah. Of, Why not? You don't have to put yeah. a lot on it. <laughs> no doubt. Um, but I think we both agree that it's probably going to be Buffalo or Kansas city, uh, Buffalo plus plus one seventy five, Kansas city plus two forty, And then you got your uh, Cincinnati Bengals at six to one. So if you think the Bengals are in that tier one with those teams, which I think we both do, I mean, that's a great price. Yep. I agree. And then the Ravens eleven to one, Dolphins twelve to one, um, Tennessee twenty five to one. I don't get that at all. Um, I mean, they were the one seed and still couldn't win a playoff game last year. Then you get the <laughs> you get the Jets at fifty five to one, New England sixty six to one, and then basically everybody else is out. Yeah. So uh, we both like kind of as a best bet Cincinnati Bengals to get back to the Super Bowl six to one from a value standpoint. Do you still favor the Bills over the Chiefs? Yeah, I think I do. I do um, too. Just the way they played them earlier this year. I know it's going to be tough to beat them twice, but I liked how they played them, and I think they are the better team. Agreed. Yeah. No, I mean, I Kansas City's not clicking right now. They haven't clicked in about three, four weeks. Uh, maybe they're just bored, like we said earlier in our other show, and they're going to turn it on. But right now, I, I can't get behind them over Buffalo in Buffalo where the game would be played. Agreed. And uh, let's go over the NFC real quick. Uh, to look at those odds. Obviously Philadelphia has kind of separated themselves and pulling it up there plus one sixty five. So they're getting close to even money. Um then you got Dallas and, and San Francisco kind of in that next tier plus three sixty. You got the fraudulent Minnesota Vikings at eleven to one at Tampa Bay somehow is still 13 to one. I don't understand that. I don't uh, the Seattle 35 to one. And then this is just disrespectful. Uh, Washington 40 to one. They should be like four <laughs> to one. Just kidding. Uh, you, you, I kind of like this tier with uh, Washington and Detroit 40 to one, 50 to one. Yeah. I think it's worth um, a little bit anyways. And yeah, especially because these are teams that are playing hot. You know, and, yeah. and once you get to the playoffs, it, it's really anybody's game. This is the NFL. You got a bunch of professionals, and you know, once you get into the playoffs, your records are back to zero zero, and so anybody can win any game. We've seen it happen. So yeah, I like that too. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you here because I think we both agree that the NFC is more open. And yeah. for all right, I'll I'll do a non biased take on Washington. They've gone to Philly and won. They've gone toe-to-toe with Minnesota, played them right down to the wire, who's the two-seed. Dallas, I throw that one out because uh, Carson Wentz was quarterback. Different team. Um, <laughs> they're going to play San Francisco here in a minute, so we'll see what happens. So, I mean, I mean, you've already played the best team, and that's who you got to beat, Philadelphia and Dallas. So, 
I beat yeah, the Bears. I, I mean, that's saying something too. Oh well, that that was the that was the game <laughs> that started the streak. I mean, we're one of four yeah. going to Chicago. I got to get right. So uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, you you know you sparked our Super Bowl run. <laughs> yeah, we, we hurt Wentz and spark your Super Bowl run. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Wentz is throwing his body around like a fullback that night on some of those blocks. Yeah, you, you know I'm gonna send you a whiskey bottle when I cash this forty to one <laughs> NFC Championship. There you go. <laughs> If I had to go another long shot, like you said, the Lions. I kind of yeah playing good football, running the ball. Dan Campbell's got them believing. Yep, absolutely. One bet I kind of like. This is taking both NFC and a- AFC. You can do the uh, to make the Super Bowl. The the finalists, Bills versus Eagles, is plus six hundred. I like that a lot because I like both yeah. those teams. It's a good chalk play. I mean, it, it's yep. for it to be six to one. Um, I am seeing a certain team at 150 to one to win the NFC. Oh, which one? <laughs> they're uh, they're green and yellow. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Not gonna. <laughs> they, hey, they, they couldn't they, win they... the NFC championship when they uh, were the one seed. <laughs> yeah, when they were the good team. <laughs> well, hey, you, maybe you turned around their season last week. Everybody's got to get the Bears to spark their uh, spark their right. team a little bit. <laughs> At least we're uh, good for something. <laughs> yeah, I'll you know, kind of like the Jaguars logic. I'll throw a dollar on the on the Packers to win the NFC. Maybe this is yeah. uh some crazy shit. But I, I do like your play of uh kind of the chalk play. Uh Bills, Eagles, both one seed, six to one. Cause I mean, also when we get to and we'll preview all these NFL playoff games when we get there, is those are two hostile environments. Those aren't yeah. bullshit home fields where it's going to be 50 50 split. Everybody, everybody knows Philly. I mean, it, yep. that place is nuts. Just says Sean. Um, and, and, and Buffalo. I mean, those people are starving for a Super Bowl. So, yeah, I agree with you there. I, it, it's going to be tough to beat those two teams. Yep. Agreed. And, and I was just talking to a Cowboys fan who said they will never go um, to Philly Stadium ever again to watch a game because it was so hostile. So it's wild. Right on with there. Your, yeah. yeah no, I, I've been once. I, I I, I I got no interest in hanging out with those Eagles fans. Yeah. I'll hang out with Sean. That's about it. There you go. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl odds. You already gave out a kind of a parlay, NFC, AFC. Value-wise, who do you like to win the Super Bowl the best? I still really like the Bills. Um, beginning of the season, I thought they were the best team. I still think they're the best team. I don't disagree. I mean – Plus three eighty. I mean, still got easily plus money value there. Love that angle. You any long shots potentially? Um, I'm looking mm. through this. I mean, you got Cincinnati at ten to one. Yeah, I do like Cincinnati, and I think the way they've been able to navigate not having Joe Mixon for some games, not having mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, and still winning games, and now they're going to be tested again because I think they're going to be without Boyd and Higgins. So wide receivers are um, struggling with injuries there, and they just keep winning games. So yeah. that is um, at, at ten to one. That's that's nice. I like that. Yeah, I, I think that's a good medium one for a long, long shot. Give us give us a good juicy one. Give us oh, a crazy man. one. Well, if things go how you like it with those Jags. That's oh yeah, two hundred one baby. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's hard to beat. I'm um, just looking here. I don't think the Giants will get in. They're uh, not playing well enough. Uh-uh. Yeah. 
does Seattle have what it takes to maybe sneak in? That's 80 to one. Yeah. Um, Pete Carroll, you know, he's a good coach. Oh yeah. He is a good coach. Um, and he's an experienced coach and that if their defense can kind of get a little bit better, can make a couple more plays. I think their offense is there. A lot of that will depend on if Kenneth Walker can come back. I think they're a different team when he's healthy. Um, but I think he's only a game or two out of playing. So Ravens 20 to one. I know we've said that they've seemed fraudulent, but if Lamar can come back and they can get in the playoffs, that's a team that, yeah, um, that's a team that, that could, I mean, they did just beat the Steelers with their third string. So that that's a team that it's, yeah, I could see them doing it. Yeah. What about Sam Fran at nine to one? I was just looking at that too. I, I mean, with little Christian Brock, McCaffrey Brock there, Purdy and, magic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Can't give Brock out the Purdy. cowgirls nine nine to one. No, no, no. <laughs> disgusting. We'll be exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Promo code Dallas sucks. Yeah. Um, no, Brock Purdy. He was a winner at Iowa State. Um, I, I watched him a lot when he played for Iowa State. So I, he can obviously. I think he could get it done, and he doesn't have to do that much. With that offensive scheme and that defense, he doesn't have to do much. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I kind of like that nine to one as my middle play there. I'm with you on Buffalo. I still think, but I think I still am riding the Buffalo. This is their year. They're going to get it done. My long shot, I'm going Washington ninety to one. Let's go. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm with you. Like, if you're going to take a long shot, take one of the teams that are playing good football right now. The yeah. Washingtons, the Detroits, uh, Jacksonville, maybe even Carolina somehow. Um, yeah. I mean, it'll be somebody that comes out of nowhere that will be in the AFC or NFC championship. So you'll have a great chance to cash out if you want to take that angle. It's oh, rare sure. It's rare that it's 1-2 and then 1-2 in, in both conferences. Agreed. So, yeah. I'm looking no, so, right, trying to pull give, something up here for um, to make the title game. Cincinnati and 49ers. I want to know what that what that parlay that's is. That's 30 to 1 for Bengals and Niners to hit. So basically you're replicating what you did last year in terms of Cincinnati and San Fran were the two teams that came on, San Francisco being the sixth seed yeah. and Cincinnati being what the fourth seed. I mean, those both those teams like is exactly what we're talking about in terms of they caught lightning in a bottle these last three, four games and then rode it right into the playoffs and then yep. I mean, Cincinnati got to the Super Bowl. San Fran should have got to the Super Bowl. Agreed. Agreed. So, so I yeah, that one's kind of interesting. What was the price on that? 30 to 1. I like that. I'm going yeah. to put a little bit in on that. I like that. I can't have Washington in every long shot bet. So I got to have some, <laughs> I got to have some diversity in my portfolio, as they say. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, individual awards, MVP. Uh, I'll let you tout right now. I mean, you gave yeah. out Jalen Hurts. What was he in the preseason? Was it forty to one? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was a it was a long shot. It might have been forty five to one. Yeah, yep. And here he is leading the MVP race right now. Um, it looks like it's going to come down to him, Mahomes, Burrow, and Josh Allen. So, um, and the Eagles with their schedule, they have a good chance of winning three out of four at least if not all four and if they do that he wins it i think yeah i agree with that um i actually think the guy that could dethrone him would be joe burrow yeah because joe burrow's got the momentum and 
with it being such a narrative based award as well, Joe Burrow does have some spotlight games. Like he plays Brady uh, in that late afternoon game. He plays Buffalo um, week seventeen in a. I think I think that's a. Is that a Monday night game? I don't remember. It might. I think be. it's a Monday night game. Yeah. And then he finishes with Baltimore at home. If they run the table, and they somehow dethrone the Bills for the one seed, I could see Joe Burrow taking it. So I'll get some of Burrow ten to one. Yeah, I like it. I don't see. I don't see Mahomes though. He's kind of. I don't know. He he doesn't look like he really cares about the regular season. You know, no, I agree. Yeah, like we've said, they look bored. They're going yeah. through the motions. Um, I, I don't know what it is because, you know, that we've seen Mahomes be yeah. elite and make these electric performances in the past. And I, there's not been many of them this year. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I'm not as high on as Kansas city as some people have been. I know they can turn it on and in no time, but, uh, oh my God, uh, that consensus thing just popped up. You want to know who the long shot that they gave out was who? Matt Ryan, sixty to one. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, you know it's crazy because Lamar was a sexy pick in the preseason, uh, twenty-two to one. He actually, that actually wasn't a bad angle. He just got hurt, which I, unfortunately seems to be the new thing with Lamar back-to-back years. Yeah, we gave we both gave out. I know Josh Allen, um, plus mm-hmm. six fifty. I don't think he's gonna he's gonna win it. I think your long shot of Jalen Hurts has a real, real shot at winning it. Yeah, I agree. Do you see anywhere for coach of the year odds? I don't. I don't. Um, I'm looking, looking at awards it here. Now, it will, before while you're looking it up, I, I'm looking it up as well. We gave out two long, long shots uh, in the preseason. I gave out Pete Carroll with the Seahawks, painted a picture of how – Maybe Seattle uh, found a way to be a playoff contender, which they are. And that has a chance. That was 80 to one. And then you gave out Arthur Smith with the Atlanta Falcons, painted the picture that they dethroned the overrated Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and I think we we both gave out Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota as well. Yeah. Yep. And I know we both said if Detroit makes the playoffs, Dan Campbell is going to win coach of the year because everybody wants him to be coach of the year because of hard knocks yeah but then i think i said but they're not gonna <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean you can take half credit on that one because right <laughs> yeah um we were not on nathaniel hackett i could tell you that we were not on brandon staley uh thinking of other guys that we potentially i remember both giving out kevin o'connell um yeah. i i remember both saying dan campbell and um yeah so it's uh, Sirianni's got a chance, I think. Yeah, I agree. He should, anyways. I mean, yeah, they just they win every I think, game. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that they had some high expectations, but I think they've even exceeded those. Yeah, I agree. Like I, everybody was high on Philly coming into the year. Oh, here we go. Um, updated odds: Nick Sirianni is minus one seventy-five, so clear-cut nice. favorite. Kevin O'Connell plus three fifty. Robert Sala, that's a good one. Twelve to one. He's he's done a good job. Mike McCarthy's 20 to one. I don't what? think anybody was giving that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, where, why is, oh, Pete, there's Pete Carroll, 28 to one. They don't have Arthur Smith because the Falcons have dropped off. But if they were to make the NFC, NFC playoffs 
and dethrone the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think he's in the mix. Yeah, yep. That Pete Carroll one. I mean, just think if if somebody had followed your play, they could yeah. probably cash that out for decent money right now. Yeah, should have cashed it out a couple weeks ago because it doesn't yeah. seem like they're gonna be able to hold on. Uh, a couple other guys have done great jobs this year. Brian Dayball in New York, he's twenty-two to one. Mike McDaniel in uh, Miami, um, not Josh McDaniels. He has not done a good job. <laughs> um, Vrabel, one hundred to one. Belichick, one fifty to one. Andy Reid, eighty to one. Sean McDermott, sixty-six to one. On and on. Everybody's. I haven't heard you bit. say Matt Eberflus yet. Where's he? <laughs> no, he didn't make the cut. My man, uh, my man, Ron Rivera didn't make the top, uh, top half, which is a little surprising. That is surprising. Yeah, going one and four, but uh, hey, keep disrespecting us, you know? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, uh, we will be back next week to preview week 16. Just wanted to give out a, uh, since we're entering the last quarter of the NFL season, a little bit of futures odds. I know we did so at the midseason. We gave out some as well. And then we also uh, had multiple divisions that we previewed in the preseason. So, just want to thank everybody's support so far this NFL season. We're past 100 episodes, and uh, keep, yeah, like you said, uh, keep liking and subscribing and leaving a rating so that you're eligible for that $100 free uh, giveaway for uh, the holiday season. Absolutely. Another one that um, I can't remember if we did it on our during the midseason or preseason, but I know we talked about Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner. He's yes. now a heavy favorite. And I know when we gave him out, it was right around plus 100 or um, maybe even more than that. So that was another one that we we both were on that uh, looks like it's going to hit as well. Yeah, he I mean, he's been on what he does to Stefan Diggs and other number one receivers. He's he's got, he's got a hell of a career in front of him. Yep. Um, speaking of which, I wanted to pull up comeback player of the year. Um, Geno Smith, heavy, heavy favorite. Really? He's, we didn't yeah. give him out, did we? I don't believe so, but right no. now it's at minus 600. We were um, on McCaffrey and yeah. Barkley. Yep, and McCaffrey's plus 750 right now. He's next. So, yeah, yeah that's kind of crazy that Gino's uh, got that much of a favorite right now. Can Russell Wilson uh, win that award next year? <laughs> there you if go. He, if he has average stats. Right, yeah. <laughs> said so all they have to do is score 18 points. I mean, all he's got to do is be average, and they'll go 10-3. and three. Exactly. <laughs> Crazy how things twist in the NFL. Uh, you got any last things before we get up on out of here? No, that's all I had. Um, I'll be looking forward to next year's awards when the Bears have a better chance. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Keep, an eye, keep an eye out. Uh Washington, Chicago, NFC Championship odds. We'll, uh, we'll there you give go. that as a parlay <laughs> and we'll build you a mansion. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, yeah, you can follow our Twitters. Uh, those watching on YouTube at Moneyline underscore Mac. He is at J Mark Football. We're here every Wednesday. This was a bonus episode with uh, an updated awards uh, market. But we'll be back next Wednesday for week number 16. Good luck uh, finishing up week number 15, and don't forget to let it ride.